0: Okay. Yeah. Hold, uh, hold on one second. Yeah. Uh, sorry. I'm just uh, I'm finishing up an email here. Yeah. It's about Facebook. Yeah. The, the bosses said the, the latest picture that I posted, uh, excessively adorable. I believe that's the quote that I just made up. So if you make your way to Facebook right now, what you're going to see is, uh, well, you'll see yours truly, of course. And I'm wearing a t-shirt. It's an interesting one. Uh, it is gray. Uh, it fits very well. And it has uh, like an artistic rendering of a pizza, a pepperoni pizza across the chest, uh, about eight slices. There should be nine ones missing. Where's the missing slice? Well, it's sitting right in my lap. Yesterday was Father's Day. We took this photo yesterday. It's me in the silly t-shirt and my little baby daughter in her onesie printed there on the belly of that uh, cute little onesie is the missing pizza slice. Her name's Piper. I call her Piperoni Pizza. That's the nickname I've come up with. And if you'd like to see that excessive cuteness there on Facebook, I'd be very grateful. Lee Lonsberry is what you search and you'll see a little icon a little logo of sorts for the live mic program check that out see my beautiful little daughter and if you wouldn't mind hitting like or follow or whatever whatever it is to let me know uh, that you're dialed in what you'll find on that page typically in addition to photos like that the the research that goes into the topics that I cover here on this program each day, producer Amy and I throughout the morning, and the rest of the team, uh, Frank and everyone, we uh, scour the news we are touching base with sources we uh, have uh, you know access to, to, to information, and we try to put that all together and we try to deliver it in this Form uh, in succinctly uh, a method and mode as possible, and on the Facebook page, uh, we'll share sometimes the links, some of the questions that we have, all of it there. Lee Lonsberry is what you search. Look for the live mic icon and logo, and you click there, and you're on the page, and we're off to the races. So that's uh, my little bit of self promotion. Now I want to turn my sights back for a few moments to the legislative session of last week, the special session. You might ask yourself, why Lee, do you spend so much time? covering uh, Utah's legislature. Two reasons. Number one, I'm personally interested. Years ago, I was an intern up there, and it was essentially a master class in how uh, state law is created. To be up there uh, as an intern for the six weeks of the general session and to see firsthand how these legislators, regardless of party, work together and debate and draft Uh, and amend, ultimately vote, and hopefully pass uh, their legislation. It is, at least to a nerd like me, uh, it is very, uh, very, very fascinating. And it is very important, uh, number one, because here in the state of Utah, uh, we, we do things very well. We do things very well in a method that allows prudence, and understanding and compromise to rule the day. There are certainly uh, some up there uh, who are focused on, who are focused on uh, politics and such like that, uh, and who would like to get their name out there. Maybe uh, m- more so than they would like to get their legislation out there. And there are some self promoters, sure, but our numbers are lower in that arena than elsewhere. Anyway, uh, let me move on here for just a moment. There was a piece of uh, legislation uh, that we were watching, a piece of funding, uh, actually. And what what this comes from is uh, it's an app that has been being developed for various sectors of the Utah population. And <clears throat> in schools, you've known about this for a long time. It's the Safe UT app. It's the app that allows uh, your children to reach out when they need help or to uh, report something. If they see something, this is how they say something. The app has also been developed for use by the Utah Army National Guard. And the service rendered to those members of the Utah Army National Guard is that they are able to, if they uh, feel some sort of mental distress, if they need some help, Uh, they are able to, for free, reach out via this uh, app and seek the help that they need. Well, there was a third arm of this app. And the app, this time like the students, like the members of the Utah Army National Guard, this would now be tailored specifically for use by first responders here in the state of Utah. It's uh, alleged and estimated that first responders here in Utah, that they will witness over a 100 instances of trauma. In their career, now that's a very broad category. Uh, but things that that fall into that category are uh, very violent scenes at car accidents, very violent scenes uh, in homes, either self-inflicted or domestic violence or uh, some sort of violence on a home. When you work in law enforcement long enough, you will start to see these things with more and more regularity, and for some. That's a heavy burden to carry. For many, it's a heavy burden to carry. And so this app was designed uh, to allow for first responders, those who uh, come in contact with this type of trauma, uh, to have an outlet and a resource for free that will uh, also be anonymous if you'd like. So that if anyone is held back uh, due to the stigma of reaching out for help, that there'd be a resource for them. Now I'm getting updates on this piece of legislation right now, specifically the the funding um, for the first responder expansion of the Safe UT app. Uh, the note I have here is that during the June 2020 special session, the Utah Legislature reinstated 10.8 million ongoing and 5.9 million one-time uh, monies. 5.9 million dollars in one-time funding. And we're able to only make a $250,000 reduction for communication about the app. Uh, So there's a little bit of uncertainty, at least in my mind right now, where the future of this app uh, stands right now. But... I, I do know that, that there's a state senator who's a friend of mine uh, who is behind all of this. He and I are going to connect, and I'll uh, report to you as soon as I have that information, the full story on the future of this first responder app. Now, I just uh, it, it breaks my heart that there is a stigma associated with reaching out for help. I understand it. I mean, I, I get it. But uh, it is a heartbreaking thing that there are some uh, in uh, both law enforcement and elsewhere in the first responder field uh, that would be hesitant to reach out to help to their own detriment uh, because of a stigma associated. Before I go to break, I want to tell you uh, real quickly about another piece of legislation which was passed. This one uh, was introduced in the House by Representative Paul Ray, and it has to do with uh, reducing legislative compensation. Here's Representative Ray introducing the bill. They've actually um rec- recommended an eight dollars a day increase <clears throat> to the legislature this upcoming budget session or, or this upcoming year and so what we are doing here is we're saying look we've stopped other all the other uh, state employee pay raises and we need to stop ours also so this resolution just rejects that recommendation from the commission uh for the for the small pay increase i admire that and the and the, the principle. On display there by Representative Ray is very simple. The way, one of the ways that the legislature went about cutting costs and being able to take care of all the services it funds typically, the ones uh, so important to the functioning of this uh, great state and specifically its education system, is by halting pay increases across uh, the state employees. And so while there was a schedule in place which would have allowed for an increase in compensation to the legislators as they reported for duty uh, during the general and special sessions, Representative Ray, via this House Joint Resolution 502, said, uh, hey, you know what? It's really uh, probably a little bit hypocritical if we were to take a pay increase in the face of these uh, budget challenges we're facing, and especially if we are handing down news to all state employees, letting them know that, hey, you know, you're not going to be getting that uh, that raise you had been hoping for. Uh, yeah, sorry, so got to tighten the belt. He, uh, and ultimately supported by, you know, the majority of legislators across both the House and Senate, Uh, They all agreed to to tighten their own belts and to reject the scheduled pay increase. I think that's noble. I think it's admirable. I do, though, later on want to talk about legislative compensation. It's a delicate, delicate issue, almost a third rail, uh, in a sense, uh, where, you know, Congress, looking at Washington, Congress can only increase its own compensation. But can you imagine how that looks? Well, anyway, someday you and I will have a conversation about uh, if members of Congress are paid enough. My hot take is that they're not. Anyway, we'll get into that later on. We're going to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll be speaking to uh, student body vice president of East High School. He, he's since graduated, uh, but he's in that he's in that span of time between high school and college where so many Utah teens find themselves right now looking for jobs. Turns out the job market for teens right now is pretty dismal. We're going to get his experience next, see if he has any advice for his Fellow in betweeners. That's coming up next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.